Hi, I'm Brooke Cunninger, and this is the Embracing the Messy Middle podcast. Listen, if you're feeling overworked, drained, tired, like you're just going through life a little on autopilot, I get it. As a working mom with three small kids, I was waiting for life to slow down and for work to ease up to finally spend time figuring out what made me happy, fulfilled, and healthy. But guess what? Life never slows down. And if you're feeling the same way, well, then this podcast is for you. I'm on a mission to walk this messy path with you. Join me as I dig into the unique needs of working women. I'll interview those who have leaned into their messy and learned their greatest talents and gifts, women who have made a change either personally or professionally and the learnings that came with that. And I'll share tools and research that I hope will both inspire and help you learn to love and embrace your life in the messy middle. So grab your coffee or wine and listen in. It's time to get messy. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, in this week's episode, I'm talking to Anthea Bell. Um, she's a movement teacher, a mind-body coach, and a lifelong spiritual seeker. And I am so pleased and grateful that our paths crossed um, actually just several months ago. But as you'll hear in the episode, we were both in a program actually learning how to start these podcasts. So she just started hers recently, um, but I had the opportunity to talk to her uh, about a month or two ago. Um, and she's been so pivotal as I talk about at the beginning of the episode, um, with me starting my podcast, um, you'll hear it in her voice and in what she shares. She's just a true, genuine soul, um, and has just been so supportive of me through this journey. And I was grateful for her to be one of my first interviews. So, um, you'll hear, we talk about a little bit, uh, about the program that we were both in around podcasting um, and what we took out of it. But then also she guides me so beautifully in one of the exercises that she does with her uh, coaches on just how to move out of your head and into your body. Um, as I explained to her and you'll hear, that's something that I had um, have had trouble with in the past getting out of my head. So um, I hope you enjoy this episode. So without further ado, here is my interview with the lovely and beautiful Anthea Bell. Hey girl. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for doing this. I was like, oh, you're so welcome. It, it's so nice to see your face. I you know. have a face. I was like, okay, first I want to start by saying you have been so pivotal in this podcast journey, starting with amazing feedback and just motivating me. But then I was like, and you're going to be one of my first guests. Thank you for doing this messy with me. But I haven't even like seen your face. It's so, I, I'm so with you. It's so strange. And actually, I was just reflecting on them. I, f I think maybe we all needed the same thing, which was that we needed this container where something that was already inside of us and like already birthing as an idea, yeah. it just, it needed some some hands like on the outside of it to be able to come forwards. And how many of us actually at the crunch points where yes. the growth edge is, is pressing us, yes. how many of us actually just literally need someone yeah. that has some level of our success that we aspire to have yes. that says, look, I know I don't know you, but I feel like I can see into your soul and I know that you're going to make it. Yeah. Like, it's crazy to me that we go around the rest of our lives in in society at large and that that, that curiosity to get to know people and that um, faith in them yeah. it isn't something that other people walk around with because I feel like I've been walking around with that for quite a long time. Yeah. But but it's not it's not typical in terms of, um, how people relate to each other yeah yeah and and I feel like this is why this medium is so wonderful of like actually just we don't have to go through any of the waffle about the weather it's like yeah. in just we go in. let's get, in. get into the let's... nourishing stuff 
like that that's what is essentially happening is there's space being held for us and like ultimately it's the it's the the yearning for that yeah that puts us onto a spiritual path or a self-development path in the first place it's like the awareness I don't have this in my life I didn't have this in my family I didn't have this in my marriage I have to I have to go out and find it somewhere and then these people just start popping up because again you set the intention and then things begin to align right but have you always okay let me so for me I was in my corporate world I was like just I wasn't happy and I had in me that I knew I don't ever want to regret anything. And so I was like, if I continue down this path, I'll be okay. But I think I really believe I could be great. But for you, have you always, has that always been the norm for you? Like this kind of, I'll call it spiritual waking. I mean, it was spiritual, but just mm-hmm. kind of this yearning for like, I want to deliver back and be more and better. It's an, it's an amazing question. Um, I'm also just like taking a moment to really appreciate being asked these questions. Cause I think one of the things about being someone like us is yes. we spend a lot of time asking other people, Mm-hmm. And it's like it's actually really beautiful to be like, oh, it's kind of quite a nice thing to reflect on. <laughs> okay. um, so, so I guess the answer is like yes and no. Um, yeah. Yes, that I have always been my my uh, my oldest school friend from when I was eleven yeah. used to tease me for um, always wanting to self improve. Like it was my thing, you know. When I was um, when when all of the other kids were running around the playground like horribly abusing each yeah. other. I was like, well, it must be my fault. I must, I must work on myself. And what I, I didn't know at the time was that actually that was coming from such a place of less than that. Although it's also an ingrained part of my temperament, um, it was accentuated, like kind of gasoline to the fire. Yes. But, but on that basis, I've always looked for ways to grow. And I think maybe it's just the avenues that I looked down were very different when I was younger. So um, I came from a, I come from a, in some respects quite a broken family and there's a lot of like uh way up the chain there's like a lot of grief and a lot of addiction and all of that kind of stuff um in like generations generations above and um and and I was really lucky that my mother um had always had some kind of spirituality so I remember her doing tai chi when I was like six or seven and so I always had this um this awareness that there was a way of seeing the world that involved more and then bizarrely she ended up married to someone who 100% did not believe in God thought that it was um gobbledygook like the tooth fairy to to make you feel comfortable at night and he was such a man of intellect this is her, her second husband um and it's not to his discredit he's a super intelligent man and, and really compassionate but there was a lot in in that experience of contrast and I went more over to the intellectual side because um really I was trying to establish a feeling of safety and control and if you stay in your mind like you know from corporate if you stay in your that's where I was as well before I did what I do now it's like you stay in that place and you just keep your life is just control 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 so like exercise control food control social control like holding myself in this teeny tiny straight jacket right and um yeah so like we're yesing with each other because it's 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 so I just, I'm, I don't want to interrupt because this is a fascinating story. And I think it resonates with so many people, but two things that have popped up when you're even saying that is one is me as a perfect example. And you just said this, but I know many others the, this self-improvement or kind of perpetual journey that we all are on to some level, to some extent at some point in our lives in the history, because that resonates with me when you sit on the playground and your friends, you know, kind of 
like, I remember my husband saying like, you're just never happy with what is. And I, I struggled with that a little bit because I do think that there's always this like improving and learning through life, but then it can turn. It's like the, the positive and negative, right. And the black and the white is that it can turn to this negative where being okay with who we are. And so it's just like, I feel like my journey has been trying to figure out like, when is it good to push in a positive way? And when am I not just not happy with what is, and I need to really sit and be grateful. And it's like, and that is not to overuse the term too, but I feel like that's when you're, you're in this middle of like, and, and what you, you said too, is I do feel like some of it is not to put this on myself, but, but when you were in your head and you're, you, you, at least me, I, I thought so highly of like, my brain is my superpower and like being an intellectual and like solving problems at work and doing that. But that's to the detriment too, because I feel like when you're in your head, you're just always thinking. And sometimes that's, that's to the detriment of your body really does know, you know? So it's, it's this like journey, I feel like. And so those two things totally resonated with me. And I, I, I have to imagine so many others. It's like an awareness that things can be better and then a striving for betterness. And then almost like you come over this crest of like, okay, but I am, I am good how I am too, you know? Mm. And and it's like that dance that we do. I don't know if that resonates with you too, of like. Uh, yeah, hard relate, like yeah. hard, hard relate. And I think it goes back to intentionality because mm. if you are, if you are self-improving from a yeah. desperate desire to, to disprove the story, the bad story uh-huh. you believe about yourself or with a desperate desire to belong, yeah. then always always you're not really actually going to be picturing a better future you're going to be picturing a place where finally you're accepted enough to mm. feel okay and that's very different that's from being so like, good right and yeah. so then you've got this other side of it which is oh my god I can feel this thing like yeah. like growing like yeah. a flame inside me and it and it needs some sort of external manifestation and so there are actions that I have to put in place and I, I do even still with that feel that you get you get this opportunity to practice the inner alignment with that intention and that version of you let's say like this 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 being that's coming into fullness and you get the actions but you can't do the actions without the alignment because if you do it ends up being this really empty vessel where you're not quite present with what you're doing and that's where the adrenaline you're striving for the next thing that yeah exactly that's so good because you know anthea something i've struggled with since I left, since I kind of, I said, have this awareness. It was two years ago. I left my corporate job and I won't, it wasn't an unhappiness, but I just, I knew I was out of alignment. Um, Mm -hmm. but so there was this, that misalignment, but now that I've been on this kind of search, I guess, for like authenticity, calmness, you know, like leaning into fun and just presence and all that stuff that, but you're still growing in a, positive way like you said too and so it both of those come with this like uncomfortable feeling and what I have kind of struggled with because and I'd like to get into this with you because I know you do some of this too is again I was always in my head and I was trying to solve the problem instead of my body but I was like this feels uncomfortable how do I know if it's because I'm out of out of alignment and I'm trying to Mm -hmm. prove to others versus I'm pushing that like it's my ego popping up saying I can't do it. And I'm, I'm, I'm growing more into who I am and allowing myself to be more of myself, but both of those are like uncomfortable and it's trying to figure out like when it's the good way and when it's the bad way. But I love what you said is like, when you think about getting to that, it's a, like, it's a release of the demons or back to neutral because you're trying to prove something versus like, this is so fun and exciting 
and I want to see where it's going to lead me, I think is how mm. I feel. Does that, is that like the different, like when you mm. think about both of those striving, can you feel it different in your body? Is it? Uh, it's totally different. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's totally different. Well, I, I, um, so I guess when you're talking two things come up yeah. one, I had, um, I was in the States, I was in Costa Rica in the States this summer. And that's actually when I, I was literally on a flight to LA when I first heard about Kathy and then like, <laughs> A month later, she was like, podcast, podcast, podcast. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so funny. So like, yeah, this is so, and, and I landed into LA and, you know, obviously she's so, so entrenched there. Yeah. And, um, and, but I've been having this dream of going to America for like three years during COVID. And the only way that I could describe it to people was that I kept on seeing massive blue skies. And I had this feeling in my heart, like it was expansion. I kind of just kept on yeah. seeing it like whenever whenever anyone would mention the states or anything around that I just yeah. had a knowing yeah and I should like frame it that I did not ever have a knowing before becoming a movement yeah. teacher like that was something I segued into from corporate like eight yeah. years ago yeah um and I had to I had to really break down in order to segue like for me I left my job because I had totally collapsed and couldn't give myself an excuse to leave so like I, I almost think that I, I I had to manifest something physically in order to be like, okay, well, I now have permission to leave a job that's destroying me. Like I now, I now have yep, permission. Yep. 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 And I started then this, right, exactly. Yep, right. And yep. so then I started this little journey of becoming a movement teacher. And then along the way, and this is also an answer to your questions where I'm um, yeah. detailing it. I, um, I did a lot of spiritual and mm-hmm. um, mind body work and then particularly a lot of um, therapeutic and coaching work. And I was doing that as the recipient. Yeah. And then I started training in it. Yeah. And um, you use the key word, which is thinking. Yeah. So I got taught a long time ago that you cannot in the place of the problem, you cannot think your way to the solution. Yeah. Because the yeah. person that is in the problem can't also be the fix. Yes. Not in that. Mentality. Yes. It doesn't work. Yes. And that's why we very sensibly go outside of ourselves to try and find a solution. The problem is that if we're doing that in a fight or flight state with our adrenal system going through the roof, we won't actually know really what we're looking for. We won't Mm -hmm. have a felt connection to that. And all of those times, and I see this with my clients all the time, we have no felt connection to our body. Yeah. Like the body will be in chronic pain and therefore it will shut down uh, sensory signals or I won't notice until like, three weeks in yep. that actually have an ache in my glute and that yes. ache has now spread into sciatica yes. in my yes so we ignore our physicality for a long time because it makes it even easier to live yeah. from the front of our head yes and I started training in practices that were about first dropping into the body which was like terrifying and precious and like all sorts of things in between and then I started training in um, in techniques that are much more about dropping into like deep um, awake presencing. Mm-hmm. It's not so much at that point about moving. Yeah. Like you're not moving yourself out of anything. You're yeah. getting beneath the layers of your thinking mind and allowing then like image and thought yes. and vision to naturally emerge. Yes. And they don't from here and you can do a contrast i can give you an example if you want yeah. to have a play yeah 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 let's do okay, this cool so as you rest there bring a really gnarly problem right into your mind okay okay and i mean like g- give me one give me you don't have to tell me what it is that's not the purpose but in your head like have have a goodie something that's not <laughs> traumatic but something that's really 
really a problem that you're really wanting to solve and you're finding it frustrating that you can't solve it and that yeah. could be people <laughs> okay. in general <laughs> great yeah it could just yeah. be that I want to fix this person and I can't and they won't let me whatever mm -hmm. it is yeah okay now really think about that problem like really really drill into I've got to strategize I've got to find the solution and get right into that headspace yeah. you might remember yourself having been in yeah. Yeah. And then notice how your body feels. Stay mm -hmm. in it. Stay right in the thick of it. And just describe for us, give us some words of what that feels oh, like. Yeah. It's like a constricting in my neck. It's like, mm. it's like bubbling up from my chest, like just heat rising and maybe mm. a little heat in my head too. Right. Awesome. Such good observations. So stay with that. Yeah. And notice if there's anything else, like what's going on in your jaw, in your tongue, in your oh. eye. Oh, that's like the next level, like tightening, like what are these muscles? I'm pointing like my neck yeah. to my shoulders, like the delt, are these delts? Yeah. What are these? The, like, tr the trapezius. Yeah, th thank you. <laughs> 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 like a tight, like I can't even, I couldn't even recreate it if I did, but it's tight up here. So this is like when we start to get into the, the juicy detail of like what's there underneath the surface. You imagine for a minute, oh, every time you feel yeah. friction. Yeah. Yeah. And Shortening of the breath away. too. Like I don't even. Yeah. Right. Right. And then people will come to the practice and be like, well, I don't understand why my body is in pain. And I'm like, yeah, okay, we can work through that. And underneath the surface, I'm reflecting on what content have they brought into the space in their life yeah. aside from the physicality okay so you've got that experience yeah so hold that for a minute kind of the yeah. memory of it yeah okay and then be with uh be with your body for a moment and if you're uh, willing to indulge me just close down the eyes again yeah and for a minute just feel the weight of your hips on the surface of your chair yeah like that's the floor find the floor in the seat of your hips yeah and as though your hips were feet these hip feet are keeping you stable and steady and relatively, let's say, upright as much as is needed. And so you can rest into the gravity of them just a little. And you just allow that to happen. Yeah. And just notice the feeling that you're kind of perfectly balanced. You use the word aligned earlier. Mm -hmm. So you just like naturally, there's no effort involved. You've got these wide hips and they're just here supporting you. Yeah. Okay. Now, with the eyes closed, just notice where the eyelids are. And that's, let's say, that front of brain kind of place. And that's kind of where you were when you were reflecting on the problem. It's like mm -hmm. right in the front of your head. And then imagine and, and see if you can do this within your own skull. Slide yourself backwards as though you're withdrawing from the lids of your eyes and you're going to come right into the, the middle back part of the skull. And I'm going to encourage you to see what it's like to just go there mm -hmm. just sit back there for a minute and almost just notice wow there's this big space between where i'm looking from mm. and where my eyelids are yeah and if you stay there notice just for a moment softness in your tongue easy eyeballs a nicely heavy jaw and then notice your breath you're staying right in the back of your skull you're just gonna really be observant of the breath 
We're going to go a little bit deeper because my sense is that you are willing. So stay in the back of the skull, middle back part. Mm -hmm. And then see what it's like to slide down. Like you're going to go down the column of your spine, like it's a little tube. Mm -hmm. Come and rest right in the center of your heart space. And if it supports you, you're really welcome to bring a palm to the front of the chest, right around where that heart is. And just feel for a minute that, oh, this is my heart and I'm sitting right in the middle of it. And you're gonna notice just for a moment the brook that lives here. Mm. And just allow any words, stay inwards, but allow any gentle words to come out that describe this brook with the knowing that she has from here. What comes up is loving, mm. calm, peaceful. Beautiful. Beautiful. And that, that is what lives here. Yeah. So keep that. Stay right in the thick of that as though you're somewhat swimming in it. Just let yourself be and play here. Not because we have to live here, but because it's a, a useful experience to know that this exists inside us all the time, like an internal loving barometer. And just notice how that version of you lives. Notice and let us know about the mm -hmm. speed or the emotional tone the level of push let me know any words just ease and openness and it's like mm. like floating I don't know. yeah sunshine mm. beautiful so it's really you're describing quite a profound inner experience mm -hmm. so see if you can stay with that and be that. See if you can allow that to spread into mm -hmm. every part of your body. Yeah, and just notice images, sensations that appear, letting that spread into any part of you that needs that, that doesn't experience that on the daily. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna notice if that part of you is encouraging you to remember anything or take any action it might or it might not all is welcome either way hmm. reminding me of gratitude in the moment mm. and it's not a striving mm. okay so envision this person mm -hmm. she's not different from you she literally lives in your heart so beautiful it's yeah. so beautiful right it's so beautiful and so just notice how does it feel as you open your eyes it was what, like what does that do it's like i'm picturing like a liquid gold just melting and like going into your extremities you know you've starts from your heart you feel it and then just letting it seep in everywhere mm -hmm. it's so beautiful is this is this what so you say um movement coaching right is that what like you help others kind of tap back into their body in that way that you just so beautifully led me through yeah so it's um it's uh that is one of the most powerful 
techniques that I use it goes yeah. a lot it can go a lot deeper than that but that's yeah. let's say like the first taste um and I guess all of it is around embodiment that's yeah. that's that's it and and connection connectivity it's why the podcast I'm doing is finding your way home because it's there in us all the time and yeah. different people need different channels so I'm um I'm a cacao practitioner and that's a heart opening medium I'm uh-huh. a Pilates uh, movement coach I'm a yoga teacher I do functional movement retraining yeah so and then I do like spoken therapy coaching so I, I kind of choose a relative to the person what's the modality that's going to be the most useful for that person in that yeah and is and is that so coming from the perspective of I'd say over the last even year this Mm. is I mean I'd always been into yoga and movement in that way but the last year some of these practices and some of the ones that you've mentioned have just been so eye-opening to me and I think it's because Mm. of the awareness like I talked about about that I was in my head and didn't know how that could be a negative thing and what it meant to drop into your body but the the more the people you work with do and for yourself too you said you've been on this journey is is the goal to recognize what's happening in your body earlier or or possibly and is it to know when that's happening and be able to bring yourself back like is there is it both an awareness and then a practice because we get stuck in our head is that is that why that's so powerful and what we're working towards? Yeah, I mean, it's a really beautiful question. I think um, different people will come in with different levels of uh, feeling of powerlessness. Yeah. And so part of the work, so I'm um, I'm affiliated with with Pilates, which was my first and like yeah. dearest love as a movement as a movement medicine. I'm affiliated with an organization called Polestar. I am I'm a mentor with them, which means you're you you support teachers to do their training yeah and um and what I learned through that school initially was that if someone is in a state of deep fight or flight which is how people arrive when they're in pain yeah of any kind but especially physical then what they actually need to begin with is they need body-based experiences Mm. that are different than the pain that they experience so we have to create what's called a a positive movement experience yeah and that's what you're talking about there is like allowing a lot of it relates to your nervous system allowing the nervous system to drop into parasympathetic and from there so you you essentially you you give them that it's like taking a a child out of the cold and you give them a blanket and you put them by the fire and you sit with them for hours and it's not actually that different with humans because in my humble opinion, a lot of the reason we get into pain, physical pain, is because we are ignoring for a long time mm. the emotionality mm. that is not in alignment, like you say. Mm. Yeah. So they, they've done studies into lower back pain and they found that the two big biggest correlating factors are one is excess weight, which is not surprising because it creates yes. load on the joints. Yes. But the, the, the other most important one is to do with lifestyle contentment. If fundamentally you hate your life, your level of chronic back pain, i.e. pain that goes on for more than- I, That's so, yeah. I've never heard that. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's a, it's amazing to me. Do you know what the other thing that comes into it, which yeah. is why I love your podcast is is like messy middle-ing, <gasps> is that um, the 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 vast majority of people that come in that have yes. been studied, right? So there's yeah. always holes in the samples. 
um, they have very high levels of perfectionistic black and white thinking. They don't express themselves. They don't say yes. no. They're yes. oriented towards other people's well-being more than their own. Like the whole codependency perfectionistic yes. thing like, entrenched in physical inflammation because it's essentially it's inflammation of the mind just that's cortisol out. is continuing to flow through the body you never lower yeah. it you just yeah, and then, and then it, it, physical manifestation exactly so, this exactly. is so powerful and so and i i i'm there and it was like just what you led us through um for the women say me and and you it yeah. sounds like eight years ago so let's maybe not um huge trauma, capital T trauma, but you're working in a corporate environment. And I mean, I know for me, I have three children. It would get to be where I was about to go on maternity leave. And I was like, okay, great. I get a break. You know, it was <laughs> that by no means is easy, but, and I know I've heard that story before, like you just push it off. So for, for women like that and an exercise like this, or finding a practitioner like yourself, um, mm. I think what I was in was it's all or nothing. I've got to change my environment. I don't know how to say no. I'm never going to be able to push back. I'm not going to be able to set boundaries. So I just have to leave it. And it was a big part of my identity. So it was kind of, it was this whole mindset thing and a, a lot of, and I had, I needed something that in my head was like a better thing to tell people to go towards. So with that woman in mind, if, if embodiment practice, and like you said, there's many different modalities, but if the the goal like we talked about is to get back into your body and it's not necessarily the outcome is not necessarily that you will leave your job or change or whatever but it's a way to lower your cortisol tap back in is that, is that right and just and be more in tune with how you're responding to yeah, in the moment that, is that that's it that's it so you're i mean you could you could take it from different perspectives but yeah. fundamentally if you if you imagine it sounds maybe a bit silly, but if you imagine the difference between making decisions when you're drunk and making decisions yeah. when you're sober, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if we can yeah. drop the baseline, yeah, then we're making decisions from a place of emotional sobriety, yeah. And what's wonderful about that is that as soon as I go into a calm place, that I can also see that there are solutions around me, and a lot of the time mm. for me, that's I need to gather more data, so yeah. I have. A, really strong internal practice of like I'm going to go out I'm going to gather data I'm going to come back and report back and I'm going yeah. to mull I'm going to meditate and then I'm going to yeah. go out and I'm going to gather more data yeah because my my journey has not been like click my fingers and and then it was I was transformed I mean I was I could totally wreck before and I'm now like my life is just worlds apart from that but it's well, taken like Yes. Can I say thank you for saying that? Because it, not, I won't say even for me, it's been two years, but be, being on a, I'm 43 now, always into self help. I think I've read every book that's out there, but it can get frustrating because you're like, why not yet? Like, what else? Where's the answer? Where's the book that's going to, the podcast, the, the exercise that's going to do it for me? And so I think mm. that's really important. And thank you for saying that is that there is one, the way I look at it is it, I mean, we all intuitively get it with exercise, right? Everything doesn't work for everyone. And it depends on what your goals mm -hmm. are. And so one, what works for one person may not work for other, but don't give it up. But two is it is exactly like exercise is like a continuous maintenance and you're trying to yeah. build muscle. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. still trying to <laughs> say wrap my head around, maybe my body around this. We're just talking about getting mm -hmm. on your head, but it's not a quick fix, but, and I think too, because but, at but least also you're, yeah. but you're not a quick fix. 
Yes. Right. Like, like yes. I want to sit down and have like an hour long coffee with you. I, like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to like give you a Starbucks, have a five minute conversation yeah. and, and, like, and then walk away. Yeah. Like yeah. that's not the sort of person that you are. That's not the sort of person that I am. Yeah. So if I'm willing to invest an hour with a client, why mm. would I not invest an hour with myself? Yeah. A hundred percent. It's crazy. But if yeah. we don't take an interest in ourselves, then what happens is we're, we're still trying to, find the fix because yeah. we're like, well, I want to get away from me. I want yeah. to get away. Yeah. And this is why it's about coming back. Yeah. To, and that's why it doesn't, it's not, it's not necessarily quick. Yeah. It can be super quick because there'll be moments in your life. I'm sure where actually having done a lot of underneath the surface work. Yeah. Then the decision was like, Oh, it's a hell yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's, and that's, that's really beautiful because yeah. it shows us, okay, well, sometimes it is super quick. But getting closer to yourself, really um, learning to give yourself what you need, maybe Isn't that it? does just take time. Well, and and also, yes, and I think, <laughs> not to overuse corporate, but there's no, it, it's hard to measure progress and success in mm. happiness and being comfortable with yourself and ease in my mind, at least, you know, it's, it's hard to say, see how far you've come. And oftentimes I don't give myself enough credit with how far I have come and things that may have thrown me into a tailspin before I can handle with way more grace now, but it's hard to see that in the moment. Unlike say a, in business, a financial metric, you know, how much you've made and it's very clear and black and white. And I think that's also why it feels so hard because life is always going to have ups and downs and hardships that are driving you to make different decisions that might lead you into a better path and you never know it. And so it's all that <laughs> say, the messiness that in my mind is it's accepting that and knowing how much you can come back to kind of like that, like center point and know what, and know what that center point is for you. And, yeah. and so you're absolutely right. Like, I, I think for me, where my, I won't even say downfall, I'm giving myself grace, but I expect I expect it to be quicker or I expect it to be huge and drastic. And there's not going to be any heart like downfalls or any stress that pops back up or any anxiety that I need to figure out how to get to lower again. And you're, mm. you're bringing up a really great point. That that's, that's not the point. It's always going to be like that, but what are the modalities that can bring you back quicker that mm. can bring you back to like your calmness where you're making decisions from a, a, a place of, uh, I don't know, of calm and knowing and as opposed to mm. reactive. Right. Mm -hmm. I almost get really uh, a little bit cheeky about it. And I sort of just sometimes ask myself, well, like, sweets, what do you want? Yeah. Like, rather than that, yeah. I'm like trying to be a Buddha, you know, it's yes. like, what, like what, would, what would be really delicious right now? And like, would that involve, like, I've just been to a hot yoga class. Like, yes. would that involve just like lying on the floor in some heat? Because I mean, I know systemically that's going to be amazing, but I don't need to do it just to tick it off the list of no. self-development activities that I've done. And equally, like, again, go back to the messy middle thing. Like, the purpose of this whole life thing, as far as I'm concerned, is to be happy, joyous, free and of service. Mm. Happy, joyous, free makes happy, me joyous, of service. Happy, joyous, free and of service. I love that. But it, um, like, because the first three are critical to the last one. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm trying to be of service and I'm not happy, joyous or free, then I'm just going to be in martyr. Yeah. And it's going to feel really labored and it's going to come out in my body. And so I, I this is probably totally my bias, but I just really believe that we have the capacity to find fun and silliness and inappropriate jokes and swearing like we've talked about. Yes. There's, there's space for all yes. of that. 
deliciousness yes and to do stuff that feels important and purposeful so it's like we don't need to always take it quite so seriously on yeah. self-developing and I say that to myself because I took life so seriously before mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. unbelievably heavy on my it, shoulders it's crazy like and keeping the world it's interesting what you say too and I love so just to put an exclamation point in the end I'm actually on a trip now without family. I took two days. I'm just by myself. Yes. And so these two days and, and as amazing and as exciting and just leaning into the fun of it, it's crazy. Mm. The other side, and I feel ridiculous even saying that, but your point is like, what do you want to do today? When, when no Mm. one is asking anything of me, what, and, and, and it's not easy. I could label a thousand things, but like truly what is it for a day that I could leave here in two days and just say, I am filled up. I am happy. I am calm, but even knowing how I want to feel when I leave, like, what Mm. is that? And so it's a reminder to me that I don't ask, it doesn't take two days away, but even in the moment is what do you want? You, you strive and we struggle and we want something different, but like, what is it? And I love the four things that you said. Can you say that one more time? So what, like, it's, it's like. Oh, so, the, so the first three are yeah. like, they're, they're just like, their goals, happy, joyous, free. It's just a little phrase that I heard a long time ago. And it. it just really landed with me. And then I for me, it. that naturally takes me into service. I mean, the fundamental idea is that I can yeah. both be giving mm-hmm. and I can be having a really good time. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd yeah. really like life where yeah. I have a really good time, fundamentally. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love that. So that's the strive. That's yeah. the in a positive way too, because there's an acceptance of, it's not the absence of unhappiness that we can be happier. It is accepting both of them and knowing what you're really working towards, which I love. Then those are in service to the fourth thing, which is like great, which is the kind of rides us through the ups and downs and really what we're working towards and the the greater good. Um, That's so good. And this is such a blessing. And thank you for leading me through just enough, just such a powerful experience, but one that it was only, I know that's only what, however many minutes that we spent on that. And I can only imagine doing that more consistently. And when you're in the moment and being led so beautifully through it is tapping through and seeing how it's feeling in your body, because that's the other Mm -hmm. thing is I will have a tendency to go, 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 go just to get stuff done and never stop until it's past the point. And I know that's a lot of women too. So, so that was so, so beautiful, but I do want to give it. So you had mentioned a couple of things too. So you're starting a new podcast too, which I'm so excited yeah. about. <laughs> when is your launch date? Is it, have you figured it out? What are, beginning. So I'm currently choosing between the sixth and the eighth. Uh, yeah. So, so that's happening in January. I'm doing a two retreats they're the they're the Nicaragua and the Costa Rica um and they're going to be um related to kind of nervous system and cacao and and those sorts of things um they should be really special and then uh and then come the states I'm gonna hopefully have an opportunity to go and spend some time with Polestar US Uh they've invited me over there which is lovely um because they're based where you guys are um and so then over the course of the next three months, as we build the podcast, we're going to be doing special events and get some of the speakers in. And um, yeah, it's really just an opportunity for people to to know that there are ways that they can access this material and they're not super um, challenging cost wise necessarily. And it just gives them a t- like a taste of yes. different parts of themselves. That's my I, aim. I love that. I love, 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 love that. What's the um, Facebook community called? It's called the finding your way. Oh, it's called finding your way home. The community. Okay. I love that because just like you gave us a taste of that, like, I think there's so many women, myself included, I won't exclude there's men too, but I think for my listeners, there is such a need to 
be introduced to a variety of things, mm-hmm. see how it feels and be around others that are trying it and normalizing mm-hmm. it. And, you know, as opposed to the world that I used to be in, which is just kind of the go-go. So I love that to just kind of have this community that feels at home and trying different things. So thank you for doing that <laughs> and, and mm-hmm. sharing, like you've just said so openly too, but your past and like eight years ago and kind of the journey you've been on and then turning mm-hmm. it to helping others. Cause I think that's so is like, we can teach and teach, but you've been there too. And so you kind of, you know, exactly like being so in your head and then moving into your body and not only because you've, you teach it, but you've experienced it too and why it's so powerful. But I mean, so. and that's, that's why we resonate with each other, you and me, because yes. you've obviously been through the same thing. And I feel like that's the, whether you think of it as the purpose of the pain or whether you think of it as like the sweet spot, the reward for the pain is that you get to, you do, do get to go out and share what you've received in terms of recovery. And that's, that is such an honor. Yeah, it's, like it's, a, the, it's like a gift from life. Yeah, it's the beautiful part of going through any type of thing is you're, it's mm. the pain, but you can see the other side and then you can help other people through. And so yeah, that goes exactly. to your happiness and the greater purpose too. It can oftentimes be like, that's what the meaning of that was, whatever mm. it can be. You know, it can be mm. huge trauma, small trauma, difficulties, raising kids, jobs, mm. whatever. And so, um, Anyways, I love that you've turned kind of your learnings into this. And I think it's so powerful. So thank you. It's just so wonderful to be in community. Like you say, it's just really beautiful. And it's been very, very wonderful to spend some time with you and your little baby. I appreciate it. (laughs) Appreciate it. Thank you. I so appreciate you. No, likewise. Likewise, friend. And now we will get to do this the other way around. So I will uh, be in touch about that soon. Okay. Okay. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. My goal is for you to take away something that helps you, even if it's the knowledge that you're not alone in this crazy life journey. And if this resonated with you, I'd love for you to share with someone who you think would enjoy this as well. And until next time, I appreciate you and hope you continue to embrace your beautiful, amazing, and messy life.